Welcome to Secret Lives of Chiropractors, the expansion series. This is where we get to meet and learn from those who have done things outside of the box. The idea is to introduce you to chiropractors and entrepreneurs who have done really wild things. And today I have one of those chiropractors and entrepreneurs. He runs 26 offices. You heard that right. All right, well, that's not it though. He runs those 26 offices from his home in New Jersey and there's more. The closest office to his house is 1,500 miles away and these offices are in four different countries. You may have heard of him, Dr. Liam Schubel. This better get your attention. I don't know if you want something this big or you just perhaps want to have a more efficient practice or one that gives you more freedom or more profitability. So the concepts that we talk about today with Liam are it. Doesn't matter if you want it really, really big or you just want more out of the practice that you have. One of the things that sticks out in this conversation and in this episode is um, this concept of the difference between being interested in something, being passionate about something, and being obsessed about something. Now, think about your particular desire for a dream life or a dream practice, or perhaps a goal that you may have set at the beginning of the year. If you think about that, And if I asked you, are you interested in this? Are you passionate about it? Or are you obsessed about it? Probably fall in the first or the second category, especially if you're being honest with yourself. Now, inside of Elevate Club, I teach you how to clearly define your business and your life vision and become obsessed about it, but not in a hustle and work until you burn out kind of way, in more of a dreamy way with ease. And um, why not get there with ease? Because once you become obsessed with the vision that you have set in front of yourself, and once that's at the forefront of your mind, then that vision pulls you instead of having to continue to push the boulder up the hill. Now, if this resonates and you are ready for more ease, you're ready for a big vision that you can become obsessed about, then I invite you to check out Elevate Club. And you can check it out at www.elevate.me and that's spelled E-L-I-V-A-T-E dot me. And, uh, or you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook and definitely let me know what you think. Anyways, today's conversation is definitely uh, one that will expand your mindset. So be sure to subscribe for more episodes and um, I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Lives of Chiropractors in, and we're having our expansion series. I have gotten so much feedback from you guys, loving episode after episode, and this episode will be no different. Um, I have one of the most fascinating and powerful chiropractors in our profession here with us. Super honored to have Dr. Liam Schubel. Um, He has... 26 locations. And if that's not impressive enough, 
He's in New Jersey and his closest location is over 1500 miles away. And he's not at those locations, just so that we're clear. He's in Orange, not in Orange County. He's in New Jersey and he's managing 26, managing running. He's definitely the definition of working on the business and not in the business, which is why I've asked him uh, to to come here. Uh, All these offices are not just in one country either. (laughs) They're in like four different parts of the world. So we'll get into all the details of that. So I'm super excited to have you, Liam. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Nona. Great pleasure to be with you. Awesome. Well, let's get started. So tell me when you first started, I don't necessarily want like your chiropractic story because I'm sure you're on tons of podcasts. Everyone's heard about you. You've shared your story. But I'm curious as like, when you got out, how did you, how did this come about? Everybody gets out and it's like, I want to have, you know, I want to see 200 people. I want to see a thousand people in one office usually. How did you go from, okay, your first clinic to this vision and now 26 offices? What was that like? Right. So so I think this program focuses on growth, expansion, how to, how to scale, uh, what it is that you do. And, uh, you know, I've learned pretty much everything I've done in life by, um, abject failure and then finding mentors and people that were doing the things that I wanted to do and then trying to think the way they think, say the things they say and take the action steps that they take. So I graduated in 1995, the end of 1995 from Life University. And before I graduated, I set up a deal. I wanted to practice in Miami, Florida. And um, as you may know, southeastern Florida, you have to uh, speak Spanish, really, if you want to really encapsulate the whole community. And an opportunity came up for me to do an associateship in Lima, Peru, for a a doctor named Dr. Walter Sanchez, who I met through the DE program, the Dynamic Essential uh, Seminar Series. And I went down there. uh, I arrived, and it was uh, 10th of January, 1996 with all my earthly possessions. And I remember thinking, this is going to be the best decision I've ever made in my life, or it's going to be the worst. And I have to tell you, when I made the decision and I started, here's the lesson, I started to tell everybody that I loved and admired and respected about my decision. There was not one person that said this was a good idea. So, But I knew inside that this was something I had to do. So if you have that burning desire to do something, don't listen to everybody else. Listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went down there. Um, so if you could imagine this, arriving in a country where you don't speak the language, nobody knows who you are, go start a practice. By the way, no social media. Uh, we're not even sure if this thing is legal or illegal. We're, you know, We don't know anything here. So what do you do? And and, and so what I started to do is I, I would, every single day, I would get myself into this state. I would listen to Dr. Sid Williams, one of my mentors, and I just listened to his tapes over and over and over again. And I'd get myself into a frenzy. And then I would say, what am I here for? What is my existence on this planet for? Well, I've been given this gift called chiropractic. The more I can give out this gift to more people and expand and, and improve and allow them to express their lives, obviously, the more joyous and and uh, abundant my life is going to be. Well, what's my obstacle? I don't speak Spanish. Well, what's my obstacle? Nobody knows me. All right, well, how do I tackle those obstacles? Well, I better learn Spanish. Obviously, I don't have many patients because I don't know Spanish. So I would sit every single day, every hour that I wasn't seeing people, I was learning Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then what's the second obstacle? I don't know anybody. Well, how do I get to meet people? What I did was I took a, a dry spine, put a guitar strap on one end and a guitar strap on the other end, put that over my back, 
and I had my business cards and I would just knock door to door and start saying hi, you know, and God knows what I was saying in Spanish, but it was something to the extent of chiropractor can help you. Here's my card. And, and, and again, lots of no's, lots of you're a weirdo, you know, stay away from me, all this kind of thing. But here's the thing. When you start living for something greater than yourself, you're not uh, dissuaded by um, rejection, which a lot of people are, they're frozen in inaction because they're afraid to be rejected. Mm-hmm. You start living for something greater than yourself. You say, look, my moral obligation and responsibility is get this message out to people. Whether What they do with it, that's not my problem. And when they're denying this, they're not denying me or chiropractic, they're just denying the opportunity. So, mm-hmm. you know, almost I use as an example, if if you had bars of gold, unlimited supply, right? And 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 your goal was to get everybody out of poverty. And you went around and said, here's a bar gold. Here's a bar gold. Here's a bar gold. And somebody said, no, I don't want that. You wouldn't say I'm a failure. I'm never giving out another bar of gold, right? You'd say that person, that's their problem, right? Mm -hmm. And then you'd move on and continue to give out bars of gold. So that's how I felt about chiropractic. So uh, that took about three months till a practice member um, had a radio show and invited me to come on the radio show. And again, Hold yeah. for a second, because yeah. because you've dropped so many freaking gems right now so far yeah. that I don't want anybody to miss them. Like you're, you know, where you are right now, it starts, it started with, and you probably continue to do this, but you mentioned a couple of things. One, you're like, basically eliminate the noise, whatever. Like people would say, everybody told you this was a bad idea. Don't do this. You said, eliminate the noise. Don't listen to those people. As long as you have this burning desire, you have a vision, there's something in you that says I'm supposed to be here, then don't do anything. Uh, I mean, don't listen to the noise. The other thing you said was, and you mentioned this a couple of times, you mentioned your mentors. You said you um, were surrounding to surround yourself with people that either have done it, uh, you want to do it the way that they've done it, or you can learn from them. And then the, the part I actually relate to a life, relate to all of these, but the part I relate to a lot from a life experience is you were like, all right, if this is what I'm supposed to do, if this is the vision, then what's in the way? And then you, it sounded like the way you described it, Liam, it sounded like you became obsessed. You weren't like, oh, I'm interested in this project. I'm interested. Like, let's check it out. Let's see what happens for it. You became obsessed enough to learn another language to, to, you know, sit down and spend every hour learning Spanish. And then you're like, okay, what's the other obstacle that's in the way, which is meeting people. And then you became obsessed about that. And I loved your analogy about the gold bar, but these are the, this is it. This, these are like the little ingredients that I want you guys to take note of. Like this, this is what it takes. And, and you probably um, have, there's going to be a ton more, I'm sure, in this conversation, but I wanted to make sure we pause and, and everybody takes notes. Well, and 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 these are the basics. I mean, you, you, this is nothing new. This is out of Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, right? He, mm-hmm. he says in the opening of the book, the secret to unlimited, untold abundance in your life is based on it's 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 hidden in every single chapter, right? And and the essence of it, so you, you don't have to read every single chapter, but you could, and I suggest you would. But the essence of it is you have to clearly define what it is that you want in your life. You know, people say, I want more money. Okay, here's a dollar. You know, you, now you have more money. You have to say, what specifically do you want? And now here's the big challenge, what I see, Dr. Nona, with this younger generation is that they're not willing to sacrifice to get what it is that they want. And they may think posting something on social media 
I've done it, right? That and and by the way, that could be part of it, right? But you actually have to do there's no short circuit to get around the work. You have to do the work. You have to go through the procedures. You have to fail. You have to have things not work out the way you want them to work. And that's just the universe saying, okay, everybody says they want to be successful. But what are you willing to sacrifice to get to that level of success? And I was very clear when I came down to Peru, there was a doctor there, Dr. Raymond Page. He was seeing 500 visits a week as a Gonstead practitioner. Now, I was up for cervical, so I just toggled everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to get to 500 visits a week. So I sat and I I said, you know, here's, Ray, here's Raymond Page. Here's me. Here's Raymond Page. Here's me. I was his shadow. You know, he's just like, get, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, I want to hear the way you think. I want to hear the way you speak. He was doing um, health talks, you know, and I was sitting there recording it and then transcribing it word for word onto a piece of paper and then studying it and memorizing it and memorizing. So I was Raymond Page, you know, <laughs> until I got to 500. And mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, just in my poor Spanish, even telling the jokes, you know, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Like just horrible, staccatic Spanish. But yeah. people wanted to come see me because they saw that in spite of all that, I had this an, a, amazing desire and passion to take care of them. And I truly loved them and was mm-hmm. authentically wanted to help them. And, you know, in this world of fakeness and phoniness and fraudness, uh, being authentic is a gigantic uh, uh, I would say a unique selling proposition. You know, there's not really that many people in this world that are successful that are truly authentic. So when you combine the strategies to become successful with an authentic desire to really improve people's lives, you become just a diamond, uh, you know, in a field of coal, you know, and so, and everybody could see you and pick you out. And when they get a hold of you, you know, I get the feeling a lot of people, when they come see me or see the doctors that apply the things I say, they must walk into these offices and say, man, I just hit the jackpot of of healthcare with this doctor, you know, and then they want to refer not to help you grow your practice. They want to refer because it's doing a favor to all these people to put them in touch with a professional that's at such a high level of giving and loving and serving and inspiring. And so that's how I got to 500 visits a week. When I got there, I wanted to see a thousand. So I found a different mentor that was seeing a thousand visits a week. And I started to, uh, you know, some patients started to get me on radio. And then that I did really well on radio. I became fluent. And then I was on television. And that, of course, just I was almost afraid of how many new patients I was going to have coming in every week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over time, things have changed. Television then became way less important. And Mm -hmm. social media came uh, came up to 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 dominate. So and I and I was reticent to adapt all those things. And as I started to, you know, have these mini failures, I said, okay. All this stuff that the young people are into, I guess I got to adapt and get into it. And that, and that's, and you know, and I made mistakes and I looked like a fool and I, you know, but this is how you learn that what I was working towards was way important than any embarrassment or uncomfortable feelings that I was having at the moment. It's always, and this is what I tell my docs all the time. It's always about them. If you have this passion to improve the quality of your community's life, then everything you do, provided it's moral and ethical, is on limits. Nothing is off limits to save lives, to improve lives, to prevent people from going into paralysis or being drugged for the rest of their lives. I mean, we really got to take seriously what we do. I know so many people think we're about back pain and neck pain. And yes, we help all those type of people. But man... You know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. We really do save lives. There's people that are with us now 
that if they didn't know about us, they'd be dead. There's people that are with us now. If they didn't know about us, they would have been paralyzed. You know, and there's people that are with us now. If they didn't know about us, they'd be drugging themselves and worse, even worse, their kids. It's mm-hmm. that ignorance that, that kills people. And so we've been blessed with this thing called chiropractic. But with that blessing comes a moral obligation to get that blessing out to the world. And that's that's what I fundamentally based my mindset on from day one. I love that. And going back to the the gold analogy that you said, and, and you continued on this path, but how many chiropractors don't realize that they have gold bars, you know, like, well, we yeah. Just- and, and, and Dr. Nona, you know, part of the, the, the challenge that we have in our profession, especially here in the United States, is that so many people have anchored their businesses uh, the payment systems to insurance. Mm-hmm. And those insurance companies are happy to tell you, those doctors are happy to tell you that you're worthless, you know? And so mm-hmm. every year you're making less and you're doing more uh, to get that re- reimbursement and that insurance as it goes dissipating over time, you start to believe, you know, if I was valuable, they'd be paying me more, right? But they're paying me less every year. And so that's what I, I've never gone into the insurance business because I want to anchor my success and my financial uh, abundance on uh, something that's real and cash is real. And so that that's that's why I've always had that type of an interplay with my with my practice members. But that, you know, that's other challenges. Then you have to be very good at creating value for what you're doing, communicating that value mm-hmm. uh, to those people. So, you know, those it's just everything you want to do, it's there's going to be a series of challenges. And then you just have to define what they are and then take action steps to to rise above those. And of course, look for mentors that have already done it. And that'll that'll help streamline your process. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And so Leah, how did you go from the the vision of like multiple locations? Was it at first like, oh, I'm going to open up two and then it became five and then it became 26. Did it, did you have it at the beginning? Do you have a vision for a hundred and it came to you? How did that, how was that process? So my vision is adapted, you know, has changed over time. So initially my vision was to see a thousand a week. I wanted to see a thousand a week. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that was just on my my thing. So once I got to there, that this was about 1997. uh, So a year, year and a half after I'm I'm doing a thousand visits a week. And and as I said before, I was just afraid almost every single day. Oh my God, what am I going to do? 20 new patients today, plus all these visits. I mean, it just got insane. So I said, you know, I just can't see any more people with this technique and I don't want to change my technique. So I'm going to have to bring people down. So I started to bring people down and I have to tell you, uh, Dr. Nana, I didn't think uh, that I was absolutely anything special. Um, I I thought, you know, listen, if I could do this, anybody could do this. So I, I brought people down. I threw them in an office and I said, just, you know, they, they were like, well, what do I do? Just get on fire about chiropractic and people will come in. And the first associate failed miserably. The second associate failed miserably. The third associate failed miserably. And by the way, I was blaming them, of course. It's not me. It's them, right? It's, it's, it can't be me. Look at me. I'm so successful. Yeah. Um, and I was I was very frustrated because I'm like, I just don't understand it. I, if I can do it, everyone can do it. And I read a book uh, by Michael Gerber called The E-Myth. And as soon as I read that, I was like, Eureka, I found the next step to grow and scale my, my operations. And I realized that I needed to develop systems in my practice so that anybody who comes in, I had a game plan for them. Well, how do I get to where you're at? Okay, very specifically, this is exactly what you need to do to get there. What do you mean? If I do this, I get that? Yes. Okay, perfect. And so then it became those who did that were successful and those who didn't were complaining and blaming me and blaming my system and blaming the economy and blaming everything else. And I said, well, are you doing these things? No. Okay. Well, that could be it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what really started. And and I have to tell you, uh, Dr. Nona, 
from the time I read the e-myth, that's the time I started to expand. And that's the time that, as you mentioned at the outset of the program, I started to work more on my business rather in my rather than in my business. Because I realized that if I was in the, the office taking care of people, I couldn't be thinking and planning and designing the systems that could allow me to actually see way more people, right? And I have I have 26, 27 now associates. Uh, and there's no way that I could see the amount of people that 27 associates could see. And I want to go to 100 and then 200. I mean, why would I ever stop? There's, you know, more chiropractic in the world is only better for more people. Mm-hmm. So all I've been doing is working on systems. And the pandemic was a perfect blessing and opportunity to work on those systems. You know, I had been working on them piecemeal, but, you know, it was funny. I think at the time I had, I must have had 20 offices during the pandemic when that, when that started. And everyone used to say, oh, you're so lucky you have 20. I love that when people say you're lucky, right? You know, okay, <laughs> let's let's look at all the work that, that made that happen. But, yeah. you know, people were saying, oh, you're so lucky. You're so blessed you have 20 uh, offices. Let me tell you something, uh, Dr. Nona, when you have 20 offices and you are closed down for two months, <laughs> it's not the greatest blessing that you can imagine in the world. That's a lot of expenses. Uh, so it, again, what do we do in, in moment of adversity? We, just, we, we say, what can we do? Instead of focusing on what we can't do, I always focus on what it is that we can do. Instead of focusing on what we don't have, I always focus on what do we have and how can we uh, illuminate that even more. And so we we went deep down into our uh, into our systems, and we actually grew during the pandemic. And when the pandemic disappeared, we we I mean it was just explosive the growth that we've had. And we're setting record. We set records during the pandemic, but we're setting records every year. And and it's just because. And and by the way, you want to set more records? Work more on your systems. Work more on your systems. Work more on your systems. Work on yourself and work on your systems. Work on yourself and work on your systems. Work on yourself and work on your systems. I say it a few times. Because that's something that you ha- once you get that ingrained, you cannot not grow and scale. It's impossible. You, you have to have that obsession to grow and scale and have the systems that allow you to do that. Oh my gosh, that that is a hundred percent true. And uh, you know, I've t- I've talked to so many chiropractors now. A lot of them, especially in this series, have had multiple locations. I I uh, recently talked to Fred Garretson, who started the joint. Now, love him, you hate him, it doesn't matter. From a business perspective, right? From a business perspective, that was his advice: systems, simplify. What can you eliminate? Making sure you focus on the system. So, for those of you listening who've been listening to some of these episodes, there is a success leaves clues and and we're literally giving you the clues on this show and so you just i hope you're taking notes and and uh writing things down you said something that that um it it's a pet peeve of mine as well where people say oh you're so lucky and it comes in different forms like you're so lucky your kids eat so healthy you're so lucky you get to travel the world you're so lucky you know fill in the blank right but I think what's interesting is they'll look at somebody like you and they'll say, oh, you have 26, 27 associates, you're running your practice. For... But what they don't see is how many, like how many associates you failed, right? Or they failed okay. on you or you both failed or whatever. I mean, they don't see that piece of it. They don't see how you suffered during the pandemic when 20 offices being closed, but using that as an opportunity to actually scale the business. So you, um, if I heard this correctly, you had 20 during the pandemic. So the last six that you built was after the pandemic. Did I hear that? No, it was it, no. The last uh, four we built was during the pandemic, and then once we came out of the pandemic, we've just built another two. 
Wow. That is, that's insane. Okay. That's really cool. Um, okay. So the, you said the vision evolved. Like at first you were like, all right, I, I gotta, I guess I gotta have more locations. I guess I gotta bring people in. Was it at some point, did you get anything like, all right, I gotta, do you know what's the next level? What's like the ultimate goal? Do you have any idea of where the vision is going to go? Is it a hundred offices? Is it? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, right now I, I would say our, our, our next goal is to be at 50 offices. Then we'll go 75. That it just 25 seems to be like a more manageable number to, to put in uh, yeah. uh, on, on a shorter term. Uh, but I mean, in essence, I don't see any reason why we would ever stop growing. And, and you know, thankfully, chiropractic in Latin America has exploded. There's there's a lot of universities now. When 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 I went down to uh, Peru in Latin in Peru in Latin America in 1995, there was no chiropractic programs in any any country in Latin America. And mm-hmm. so now there's programs in Argentina, in Brazil, in Chile. Uh, mm-hmm. And in Mexico, and they are pumping out tons and tons of graduates. But guess what? Just like in the United States, those graduates are not learning about business systems. They're not learning, so they're going out and they're failing. And 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 so so what what we've done is we've created you know kind of like I call it paratrooper chiropractic basic training. Is you know after you get finished working with us, I could basically drop you out of a plane with a parachute anywhere in the world. And you're going to be successful in practice because you know the fundamentals of how to make that happen. And so we've done that. We, you know, we've developed a, a mentorship program. And, and every year there's more and more and more graduates coming into Latin America. So I just see more and more opportunities to open up more and more, pro, uh, you know, practices because that's really the, that's, that's when you're trying to define how am I going to scale my practice? You have to define what those limiting factors are. And, and I've seen this in the United States specifically, uh, Dr. Nona with people that have tried to scale practices but they do a very specific technique let's say, like let's say upper cervical knee chest okay that's great that you want to scale that but you have to ask yourself how many people graduate from a chiropractic university around the world that are trained in knee chest specific right yeah. very few and of those people how many want to open up their own and how many want to work as associate even fewer so that model is very difficult. It's not impossible, but it's very difficult to scale because there's just not enough graduates. And that's why, that's why if you look at, you know, I started as upper cervical practitioner, I still am, but in my offices, we use um, uh, Thompson, some diversified, some Gonstead, uh, some activator. So these are t- that what I, and the reason I picked those, people say, why do you pick those? It's the Schubel technique. The reason I picked those is because any chiropractic university in the world teaches those four techniques. So I wanted to expand uh, my net uh, to capture more potential associates and, th- and, and therefore not limit my capacity to expand. So that's yeah. another tip for, for a lot of people that are very specific on their technique. That's fine. But just yeah. be aware Then you have to develop programs in order to get people up to par in that technique. Otherwise, the, the growth is going to be stunted. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like anything else, what your maximum potential is, where your systems would break, right? Like if you have one table, there's only so many people you could see. So if you're offering upper cervical knee chest, like you're saying, there's only that you have a limitation that limits your business. Um, I'm curious, Liam, obviously you are, you've created this massive success. You're super, super passionate about chiropractic and you've done great things for our profession even. Um, Do you in in these days like where you are right now do you still have self doubt 
always, 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 always. And how do you always. overcome? How do I overcome it? Mm-hmm. Uh, by again, reminding myself that I'm here for something greater than myself. So it's, it's not that I don't have fear. It's not that I don't have worry. It's not that I don't have self-doubt. It's that I take action in spite of that because me taking action is going to save lives, is going to prevent people from being paralyzed for life. It's going to prevent people from being on drugs. So, you know, Shubal, who cares about you and your self-pity party and your self-doubt? Get out there and make it happen and use those blessings that you have while you're on this planet to change the world. And so, uh, yes, that's definitely something I, I, I deal with on a daily basis. Exercise, I find, helps, uh, you know, working on my diet, listening to positive things, and then focusing on the vision, the mission of our, our organization. I love that. Um, one more thing, Liam, when you look back to your journey, how long has it been? How many years has it been since your first? Oh, yeah. So I think we're, I think we're at 26 years right now. So like one a year, if you were to average. Yeah. About that. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So if you were to look back on the past 26 years, is there something you would do differently? Not in a way of like, oh, I regret it, but more like what you know now when you look back, what would you do differently? Um, I, I well, certainly I, I would have uh, made a choice to learn more about business when I was in chiropractic college. And, and I I probably I would have, you know, if I had known about it, right, I would have read the e-myth while I was in chiropractic school. I was fortunate enough to read Think and Grow Rich. So that was huge. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate to, to understand from Think and Grow Rich, I needed to find mentors. So, so that was big. Um, but I really suffered for quite a few years because of my lack of understanding and fully embracing that systems were the thing that were going to move you exponentially to where you wanted to go. And I think, again, in our profession, because we're a service-oriented profession, we're great at loving, we're great at giving, we're great at serving, we're great at inspiring. But there's something about our nature that when you start talking the B word, and by that I mean business, <laughs> you start to shrivel up and you start to say, oh, that's the yucky part. You know, it's it's yeah. like, and I, and I know that's why a lot of associates work with us is because they don't want to handle that business part. They they say, look, I love the fact that you take care of the business. I just like to serve people. I like to take care of them and, and do that. Uh, but in, in reality, if you want to expand something that you're doing, one of your operations, you have to uh, fall in love with the systems. And, and it's not it's not a bad thing to be focused on on business because the quality of that business determines the quality of the people's lives in the community that you're serving. Uh, it'll determine the quality of the life of of everybody that you love, your children, your your husband, your wife, you know, your everyone around you. So, you know, it's just I always say it's much better to be abundant than to be uh, um, not. So, so you know, it, these systems allow you to be abundant in everything. And that's, the, you know, you mentioned that I've uh, done a lot for the profession. I've, invo- I, I've given, I've been able to give a lot of my time to the International Federation of Chiropractors and Organizations, the political part, which again, nobody likes. But we've seen, especially during the pandemic, if you're not involved in politics, everything that you love and all your freedom could be taken away from you by politics. So it's vital to be a part of the politics. I'm involved in my local politics as well, my state politics, because I recognize that everything that I have could be taken away from me by these lunatics. So I have to have a seat at the table and be part of the conversation uh, and develop friendships and relationships so that when Dr. Schubel starts to talk, they say, I've known that guy for years. You know, he's a rational, logical guy. Let's listen to him on this thing rather than Johnny come lately when there's a crisis. 
is, hey, you don't know who I am, but I really need you to operate on this. You know, I need you to make this happen. So I've learned that about politics, um, education. I've been involved uh, at Sherman College of Chiropractic as the board of trustees and mm-hmm. taking that school and not Dr. Nana, taking that school from my first meeting as a board of trustee was we have to figure out a contingency plan. Contingency plan for what? A contingency plan for shutting down a school. We were losing a million, two million, three million dollars a year. And I said, whoa, let's get the systems in here. And I have to tell you, I made a lot of enemies because they had always done it in the giving, loving, and serving way. And I'm bringing hard, you know, hardcore brass tacks business systems. I made some enemies, but Sherman uh, College of Chiropractic right now is one of the premier chiropractic colleges in the world. Dr. Jack Borla just became, I think, the sixth college president, and they are moving towards. They're expanding and they're moving towards because it's systems and. I brought it to that. I brought it to politics and I brought it to research. And so, you know, those I'm telling you, business systems can improve every aspect of your life. My family, we have systems, you know, to develop, like you say, good eating or, uh, you know, uh, uh, cuddle time or, you know, uh, time with just daddy daughter, you know, time with husband, wife, you know, th- th- that's planned. And I remember somebody telling me, you know, I, I, I was having challenges in my marriage, uh, not not the current marriage, but another marriage that I had, I was having challenges. And they said, Shubal, how much time do you spend thinking about your wife, working on things with your wife? And it was like almost nothing. All my time was spent working on the business, right? And so they said, well, of course your, your relationship is failing. You spend no time on it. You, know, you do no activities. And it's like, whoa, McFly, Einstein. Okay, I got it. And, and, you know, those are the kind of little tips. And, and you, you know, we talk about regrets. You know, if I could change things in the past, certainly I would have had somebody sit me down and talk to me about how relationships work, how you need to feed them, how you need to grow them. Because now that I've done that, I've got the most amazing relationship in the world. But that requires uh, a consciousness and action steps and evaluation and then changing what's not working and moving towards the thing and just love, love, love. What can I do every day? What can I do to make that other person's life better? And if the other person is saying the same thing, it's win, win exponential. And so that that's, those are kind of some of the things that, that uh, systems have, have helped politics, research, education, relationships, and business. Yes, totally. And you know what? Systems is the same thing that it took a small coffee shop and turned it into Starbucks. If it wasn't for those systems and Starbucks wouldn't exist, neither would any big corporation that is uh, profitable. Um, Same with relationships. So just to kind of uh, break that down a little bit, I when I say that, because I am like the systems, my ex-husband used to call me like the systems queen, because I would systematize our household my date nights were systematized on everything's on the calendar. Like you said, whether it's cuddle time, travel time, time with my ex-husband, uh, business, thinking hour, all of that was blocked out. And so when I would tell people, they would look at me like I was crazy. But I think they have that impression because they think when you are that obsessed about creating systems in your life, your business, you're being restrictive. But I actually think once you have the systems, then it gives you so much freedom because you know what you're doing when you're doing it. And then, you know, you're not doing it, then then you're free and you can do whatever you want and you can move those things around as needed. I think that's a that was a big shift uh, for me to try to explain to people. I'm not just obsessed about systems because I have OCD or something. It actually gives me freedom. 
You know, I've never heard it expressed that way. Uh, that was absolutely brilliant the way he expressed that. That that is so vital and so true. And that's when you know it's, it's similar to when people say you're disciplined. Well, it's the discipline that actually sets you free. It's the, because you know everything that needs to be taken care of is taken care of now because everything's taken care of. I can actually think and expand and and I have time to you know a lot of the times I get business ideas when I'm out hiking for a couple hours you know but I schedule that hiking time because it's important I know if I don't I'll work all the time right but in mm-hmm. essence aren't I working in a way when I'm walking and hiking and and thinking about things and and you know I'll I'll start a hike and I'll go here's the problem and I might even put it completely out of my mind and the and the solution to that'll come at the end of the hike because I'm setting my subconscious and I'm allowing that subconscious to work even more efficiently because I'm out nature where everything is abundant. And so, you know, these are the kind of things that that a lot of people don't realize. It's it's setting up the systems is really allowing you to be more free. Yeah, absolutely. Not to mention when you have the systems and when you time block things like you're describing, it, it those things that are time blocked or in the systems no longer take energy. There's no energy tied up to them because that's when you do it or that's how you do it. So you don't have to think about it anymore. It's just that's just how it's done. So you have more freedom of energy. You have more freedom of money. You have more freedom of time. So um, thank you. That was amazing. I want to know what's next for you. I know you've got a couple of books. Uh, You've got a mentorship program. Can you tell everybody about that and how they can get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, Well, for anybody who wants to get a a primer into what the mindset is, uh, this is the first book I wrote. It's called Cast to Be Chiropractors. And it's a story about how to develop a lifetime passion for chiropractic. I I wrote it with my uh, good friend from chiropractic college, uh, Dr. Judd O'Grady. And here's one of the things I realized when I wrote this book. I wrote it because I saw so many chiropractors that were demoralized uh, mentally. Uh, you know, they didn't value what they did. They had lost the passion that they had when they first decided to go to chiropractic school. This book has saved so many people that were going to quit chiropractic college or that were going to get quit chiropractic pro- the profession because of what their mind was thinking. But I don't know, Dr. Nona, if you've seen this, when we go to seminars, there are seminar junkies that got to get pumped up for another seminar. They got to get pumped up at another seminar. It's really outside in, in a way. Uh, I got to tell you, and I know you know this, the the best way to get pumped up in practice is to have a successful practice. It's so easy to get excited when the practice is successful. And what I found was that, you know, mentality, a positive way of thinking is not enough. You know, uh, I think it was uh, Nelson Mandela who said, you know, vision without action is just daydreaming, right? And so you have to take action. Mm-hmm. Well, what action do I take? And that's what happens at seminars. You'll hear this a lot at seminars. You know, let me give you some things that you could start doing on Monday to change your practice. Instead of just saying, I went to a seminar, I'm excited. You have a good week. And then it starts to go down from there because you're doing the same thing you were doing before. Horrible systems, right? Or no systems at all. Personality-driven practice. This book Shubel's Holy Grail of Business uh, is an invaluable guide to running any successful service business, but it's specifically geared towards uh, uh, chiropractors. Uh, you know, most of the stories in there are about chiropractic. I wrote this book uh, with uh, myself, Dr. Frank Hahn, and Dr. Judd O'Grady, partners in my Shubel Vision Elite Mentorship Program. And that's a way, you know, we really broke the mold in, in, in online mentorship, again, because we systematized it. Um, you know, if you had to spend one-on-one time with me uh, in coaching situation, uh, that would be at least five grand a month. So not everybody can have access to that. What we have designed is a way where people for a couple hundred dollars a month can 
get mentorship from us. We have everything systematized. Everything's on video, audio, and written format. So you can learn whatever you is your best way to learn. And you can ask uh, questions in our secret Facebook page where I can answer them. Dr. Frank can answer them. Dr. Judd, Dr. Daniel. We have a marketing expert, Shankar Ponsolet. Phenomenal. All these people that are that are involved. It's like, it's like hiring a, a team of mentors to, that are only interested in one thing, your success. We've only been through everything that you've been through. And here's the great thing. You can check it out. You can try it. And if you don't like it, if it's not for you, you could you can uh, bow out at any single time. And that's what a lot of these coaching programs, and they're great, but a lot of times the fit isn't right, but then they're stuck in a three-year contract and it's very expensive to get out. So this is an opportunity, I think, to learn with some of the best in the profession and uh, and and just try it out and see if it's for you. And, and everybody that I know that's worked with it has said, you know, people have said, I've applied one thing. And I've made the amount of money I would be, uh, you know, doing on the monthly level for probably 500 years, mm-hmm. you know, just on that one thing. So uh, the if you're, if you're interested in that mentorship, it's ShubalVisionElite.com, ShubalVisionElite.com. And uh, we'd be happy to see you in there and happy to help you and uh, and allow you to grow and scale your practice and your life, frankly, so that you can have more time freedom, more financial abundance, and uh, more doing more things uh, that you love to do. Awesome. Well, who doesn't want more financial freedom, more abundance, and more of the life that you love to live, right? So thank you so much. I uh, definitely suggest that you check out the link. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, Thank you for watching. Thank you, Liam, for being here, spending this time with me. It was super valuable. I learned a lot and I know everybody else did. Um, Thanks for tuning in. If you're listening in on the podcast, And uh, don't forget to subscribe and tune in for the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode and got some applicable nuggets to quantum leap your life and your practice. Be sure to subscribe to this channel and be the first to know when we release our next guest here on Secret Lives of Chiropractors. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Nona Javid, D-J-A-V-I-D, to keep up with my not-so-secret life. And um, check out Elevate Club at www.elevate.me, and Elevate is spelled E-L-I-V-A-T-E. We'll see you at the next episode.